hey all you travel bugs out there welcome to another exciting episode of check in story podcast and this is your travel buddy shruti stories are something we all love right since we were kids be telling them or listening to them and travel stories are all the more fun our guest and storyteller for today is amrita das she is a freelance travel writer and a full time travel blogger and has contributed to top publications in india and internationally so let's just know her stories hi amrita welcome to our show hey shruti thanks for inviting me over so amrita tell us what made you quit your full time job and become a full time traveler ah well um it wasn't that complicated actually i loved uh, working for um, the magazine i was working with in bombay but however i had too many leaves which i was taking and uh, you know eventually it becomes a problem for your people you're working with and uh, it also becomes a problem for you because you don't you actually want to be somewhere else and you're meanwhile you're spending time doing something else exactly so i took a conscious decision and uh, i thought it through and but I leaves are more that... problem for a boss i think more than an employee <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> we're yeah. always happy to take they're never happy to give it yeah so, actually yeah so then i just uh, decided to travel full time and to sustain myself uh, through writing and other content uh, ways you know maybe by content marketing and all initially it was just a plan where i thought that maybe uh, freelance travel writing would sustain me but as i got more and more into it i realized that no i need to find more concrete steps to uh, support myself which i think in 2 years of time is a little comfortable now i can say this say so but uh, yeah that's essentially why because i wanted to travel much more i, I just wanted to invest more time doing things that i love doing so that was the transition actually so how was it traveling to different cities for your job i mean i'm sure it must be fun traveling to different cities i actually have lived across uh, quite a few cities but uh, once i did decide to leave um, my job in bombay i took up the seasonal job in goa which required me to move to goa for a while in in this quiet village of south goa that was great it taught me a lot of life skills etc and um, and goa must have I been had a great fun time. i'm sure it wasn't so much fun for me because i it made me realize that goa is a destination you do only with friends <laughs> and i was there by myself oh okay so yeah but it was good work and it also gave me a lot of time to set up my blog which is when i you know my blog actually took sh- the shape that it did mm-hmm. and um ever since then i've been traveling quite a lot so it's like every month i'm traveling so it's a little crazy it's exhausting but it's it's the kind of exhaustion i enjoy yeah so as long as the stories are going out and the you know traveling is happening writing is happening meeting new people i i think i'm happy so yeah no complaints there <laughs> cool so uh, travel blogging as we were talking about tell us right. something about your blog traveling ides of march and what was the idea right. behind the whole name so the ides of march is the 15th of march 
mm-hmm. which also happens to be my birthday okay. and i just coupled it up with traveling so in a way you know it just completes me there's really no brainer to it it's just one of those things that i just said okay you know what um i just want to call it traveling ides of march so that's why i'm calling it that and what's ides ides the ides of march is the 15th of march uh, it finds its origin um, in uh, julius caesar the day okay. he was assassinated okay so a lot of people actually tell me that the ides of march is not such a great day you know it's not like good news so why do you have it up on your blog mm-hmm. uh, well honestly i just love the 15th of march i mean yeah of course julius since caesar your birthday alive, yeah <laughs> yeah I, it's it's not really as relevant to julius caesar as it to me so i just i take it easy there that's fine oh cool so so you love writing about everything that's there mostly mostly i uh, i mean of course i write only about travel but it's mostly experiential travel it's more about the experience how i felt what did i see and um, it's those kind of the kind of people i met i think their stories are worth sharing which is what i share through my blog So that's the idea behind the blog. It's more um, like the tagline says, travel, journal, uh, travel journal of a lover. It's just that much. There's nothing more or nothing less to it. Lovely. Lovely. So blogging is like one way of documenting travel. So how important Perfect. do you think is documenting travel? For starters, it's um it's an occupational hazard. It's become an occupational hazard now where I have to retain some information. where uh, i have to get some facts correct you know if i'm if i'm drafting a story about a place or a person or a food uh, experience or anything for that matter a trek trail or something uh, some facts have to be correct so sometimes that can be a problem but thanks to technology that's pretty much taken care of now because i can just punch in those words on my notepad or um i just do an audio file recording if there there are a lot of facts and then i come back home and um you know i go through all that information and i pick out whatever is necessary and documenting every travel i don't think it's important for me sometimes it does get it does get a little confusing to be very honest where i'm like okay wait should i pay attention to this or should i like immerse myself in the experience that sometimes does rob me of the present but um, i've learned to strike a balance where now i know that i can ignore this information and i can just stare at the mountains or um, i don't always need to be on twitter or i don't have to post a photograph on instagram i'll do it at my own time so i've i've reached that balance now so it's fine but i like to have information on my side so i do come back home at the end of the day and i'll take that those 30 minutes or 60 minutes just writing down the important parts that i've experienced i've had in the day cool so basically documenting is basically just telling your stories and i'm sure like when we have such a fun experience out there then it must be super fun to even jot them down like i don't think travel is selfish so first motive is to share it you know if you have a if you have something to share a story to share you must share it you just don't keep it with yourself so for that maybe documenting is important whether visually or whether through words 
but it is an important aspect of it cool so you were talking about sharing stories so amrita share one of your stories with us the favorite one the one that you love telling people um okay this is difficult <laughs> this is a tough one there are lots and lots of them but uh, top of mind this is a funny one this is not really actually my favorite story but mm-hmm. it's just one of those things that i i'm amazed at how it happened so this is uh, a couple of months ago i was in italy and i decided to um, do a pub crawl and i i went for it by myself i didn't know anybody else who was a part of this so called pub crawl and um, i just wanted to do it it was one of those things that you want to do that go to europe and do a pub crawl and um, i went for it and i had an excellent time like i met all these other people we went for a house party just like this is unbelievable in milan i just went to this person's house and we there was a house party after all unknown people all unknown people i didn't lovely, know anybody lovely that must have been fun i'm sure <laughs> that was a lot of fun and um, house it, party it was, itself it was, is fun exactly and they were all very welcoming and italians are known for being hospitable lovely friendly people etc so there and the thing is that in my group the people who i was um, spending the evening with we were all from different countries so there was just this other girl from france there was of course another italian he was from naples and there were two english boys and then there was uh, the man who was actually organizing the whole pub crawl he he was portuguese but he was in italy and then there was me and then we just go to this random house party and there were chinese and there were koreans and it was unbelievable mix of people and um, i had a great evening now once i was on my way back it was some 2 am and i had to take the bus back to where i was staying okay. which was my sister's place and um, now in milan the bus stops are not as we have in india they they're just one post standing and uh, they're not really legible and none of them have route maps so i got on to i knew that i had to change my bus twice and of course i didn't have any phone network no free wifi etc and it was 2 am i was a few drinks down it was a saturday night everybody was high and it was just the only way i could get home was a bus <laughs> so i got on to a couple of wrong buses firstly and um, everybody spoke only italian oh so eventually the third bus that i got on to i knew that the last stop was um, you know i knew that the route was correct but i needed to confirm with the bus driver if he was stopping at the designated point where i had to get off mm-hmm. now he doesn't speak english and i don't speak italian so i'm i'm just rovoreto was the stop where i had to get off and the route the last stop for this route was sesto so mm-hmm. i kept asking him if you are stopping at rovoreto and he kept telling me sesto so we went back and forth and you know he was he wasn't the most pleasant so he was rude and he kept telling me sesto sesto so then it was like this rap which was rovoreto sesto rovoreto sesto Drunk and we just went on like that yeah like six seven times and i in my head i was like you know you're not going to start this bus till you actually tell me if you're stopping at rovoreto 
and um, we just went on six, seven times. Eventually, one of the passengers who was sitting behind was quite fed up, who also had a good Saturday night. He tells me, si, si, rovoreto, which means, yes, yes, rovoreto. Oh. So then I said, <laughs> okay. So then I just said, okay, great. Thank you. And then I went and I sat on the bus. And it, it's still so funny because actually I was at my wits end. It was some 2.20. I had got onto some two wrong buses and the third bus, he was not being cooperative. He was just being stubborn. And then eventually the bus started filling up and I kept asking people when is the stop at Rovoreto because I couldn't read any of the bus stop <laughs> signs. They're really small. I think they're font size 14 or something. I'm not sure. So they, they're really small. And then I got off and people were helpful, sure. But I'll never forget that conversation with the, uh, the bus driver. Yeah. yeah, we just went on. It was like this... <laughs> And and I did the Italian gesture with it. You know how they say that you put all your fingers together, you pull it near your mouth, and then you just say anything, and it'll sound Italian. I was doing that. I just, I just kept doing Rovoretto, Rovoretto, <laughs> and he was like Sesto. <laughs> so it was it was quite funny. Yeah, that's that's really nice. That's, that's a very funny story and a and a drunk funny story wherein you know you got into that. Yeah, it's just another Saturday night story in an alien country. I think yeah. that's that's really cool. That, that was nice. So, so we've been talking about Italy and all. So which is your favorite place so far? Like place where you have traveled? Okay, that's another tough question. You're not allowed <laughs> to ask me questions like that. I, I know. I... I've made a series of tough questions now for you. <laughs> there are many more coming. Oh no. Um, Relax. We'll okay, just ease it out. Favorite place. Okay. Um, within India, mm-hmm. within India, I'm still very torn between Himachal and Uttarakhand, and I don't think I have to pick. So you can pick whichever sounds more poetic to you. You can pick Himachal Pradesh or Uttarakhand. <laughs> Outside India, wow, wow! I think Spain or maybe oh, Italy. I'm, I'm not sure. We'll, um, we'll consider really... Italy here since you had such a funny, nice stories there, and the Saturday oh, night yeah. and the rap. and or maybe Paris also. But I, I don't know. One of the we'll just say Europe to be safe. Okay, <laughs> cool. So, uh, Amrita, tell us which is the first thing that you like to try when you go to a new place. I don't know if if it's the first thing that I like to try, but one of the things that I do, um, you know, irrelevant of where I am, is I try their local drink. Oh, nice. So um, sometimes it's it's something, it's something that's made out of barley in in a house, the go down of the house or something like they have tongba in Sikkim and uh, even the West Bengal border in the higher ups of Darjeeling. So Tongba is one of those things. Then otherwise, if I'm going to a place which has a nice bar and which is known for uh, its alcohol, I'll definitely try that. Like a couple of months ago, I was in Switzerland and I tried the local schnapps there. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. Then uh, recently I was in Belgium. So I obviously tried the Belgian beers, the trapeze beers. They're very nice. But uh, local alcohol, wherever I go, I will try it. If there's a bar that comes with a recommendation, I I would definitely like to stop by. And yeah, that's pretty much what I do uh, in spite of wherever I may be in the world. I think think drinks are the best 
thing to try when you go to a new place i mean that's that's just lovely yeah because they're all very local and you know it's it's traditional of the place yeah exactly so, so it's good fun cool so let's move on to our next question which is um, okay. you travel a lot so we just wanted to ask you like what is your take on solo travel okay so i travel a lot by myself mm-hmm. and um, i really enjoy it i thoroughly enjoy it i travel last year i've traveled with friends family uh, strangers uh, people i'll never travel with again in my life by myself i've traveled with every possible living thing except my dog but um solo traveling is one of those things i do you know like i'll have to do it once in 6 months i need to take that time out by myself i think um traveling by yourself is what you want to do whether you want to go to a crowded beach of baga by yourself and enjoy a beer that's your definition of it it's great or whether you want to go to spiti's dhankar monastery and meditate there for a month uh be away from all kinds of uh, people civilization living creatures that's your definition of it i love traveling by myself i will continue to do it so that's how i feel about it cool so travel uh, travel like solo travel or traveling with a company is always fun so what if travel is more fun when you have a nice company with you and imagine if this company is mm-hmm. a celebrity so mm-hmm. if you had a chance to travel with anyone who is a celebrity any celebrity who would that be i'll i'll definitely travel with uh, leonard cohen he's a jazz uh, musician i love he's him he's really old <laughs> yeah yeah can i come too so, of course you can of course we'll we'll just go hang out with him he'll be moving slowly we'll go to the best bars that he takes us to jazz bars we'll uh, yeah we'll get some good music good stories yeah. and good alcohol all the way yes that yeah. that will be like perfect <laughs> see perfect jazz music leonard cohen yeah. with us you me and uh, maybe a few pints of beer and perfect we set for the night <laughs> absolutely so yeah <laughs> Oh I included myself in your dream of going with a celebrity but anyways yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's all right the more the merrier <laughs> Yeah cool I love his song a thousand kisses deep which released in 2001 it was beautiful it's a small jazz sort of a thing mm-hmm. and it's 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 really beautiful you should listen to it i mean it's beautiful it's it's for all the Cohen fans out there He's i just love his voice it has this um... gravity to it I, i think that is what it is most yeah, important yeah and you know beautiful music and travel go so well along with each other i mean it will be so much yeah. fun yeah and we'll cool. get to know all the jazz secrets from canada yeah maybe. we could <laughs> maybe beer will spill out a little more from him <laughs> that's true <laughs> so cool so uh, we were talking about traveling with a celebrity amrita tell me have you mm-hmm. ever met anyone interesting in any of his journeys you know maybe became friends with them later or any such sort of story that you want to share with our listeners i've um, i've met interesting people everywhere and i've mostly become i wouldn't say best friends or even friends but we've become good acquaintances and um, it it's full you know like the world is full of them if there are like 1000 fabulous people i think there are like 10 horrible people so the equation pretty much wears off for me but um i i constantly have this um i tend to have crushes quite uh, soon and um, i've had this one significant crush on a travel and 
it's 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 only because he was so interesting so no i'm sure yeah, yes it's just because he's an interesting person and uh, i i wouldn't say we are friends really now but mm. we we're, we're acquaintances like i know so do you meet which him? part of like, the world he is in oh, so you no, know no, no. okay okay oh that's that's a lovely story of a crush like a cute guy you meet while traveling yes he's not really cute but <laughs> uh yeah but that's <laughs> that okay there must be something charming you know absolutely yeah it's it's one of those um, see travel is one of those places where you're totally yourself so uh, it's in, it just it, i think it's natural mm-hmm. to get infatuated with somebody for those 5 uh, 10 minutes and then you're like wow totally it's entirely natural <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes well So, uh, Amrita, tell us you're from Shillong and basically yes. a mountain girl. So, what's it that you love about mountains? I am a very visual person, so I think the first thing I would say is the the landscape. Mm-hmm. It's every mountain looks different from another, even on a daily basis. I wasn't. I I don't know if. you know i realized this long ago it it must be just a couple of years that i am i know that i'm a mountain person but andamans as a beach is brilliant it's great but i just can't get myself to stare at it limitlessly or any other beach for that matter but in the mountains even if you send me to one specific spot day after day and tell me that this is all that you have to do you just sit and you look at them i could do that i could really just look at the sun coming up uh go, sun setting the moon rising i and i could just do it as long as i'm not freezing and i have a record time of um, 4 hours where i've just sat and i've stared at the mountains and i've got totally sunburned oh my god really <laughs> i yes yes i did this in uttarakhand last year okay. i was totally burned well that totally shows how much you love mountains yeah so i think it's just the for starters it's the visual aspect of it and then i think other things like um, the sun and the air is they're really clear and then the people in that order so that's why i love the mountains yeah lovely lovely so now from mountains let's jump to food because you know food is like one of the most thing that is very much complementary to travel mm-hmm. basically so mm-hmm. amrita tell us which mm-hmm. is your favorite cuisine and from where my favorite food has to be the kumauni cuisine mm-hmm. i am not a foodie very honestly but i drool on the kumauni cuisine like a winter morning or whatever you know even a summer morning <laughs> and and all that food all that rice and that aloo and oh my god that dal every time i've gone to uttarakhand last year i went there thrice every time i came back like i went to a local grocery store and i bought atta and i bought dal and i came back so i just love their food it, it blows my blows my mind that bhatki dal and then uh, dal churkhani and it's it's delicious it's like spicy it's wholesome it's warm it's everything lovely can you can you make that i know how to make the dal and uh, i i hate rotis but i love their rotis so yeah i know how to do both of those yeah oh that's cool so you can like totally do it every time yeah yeah like even at home i have my uh, mandwe ki roti madwe ki roti they call it mandwe oh. ki roti i have that because i've got the ragi from there so i oh. i still make it yeah that's that's nice 
So Amrita, tell us which is that one thing you can't travel without. Okay, uh, barring my, the necessities like you know important documents and everything, mm-hmm. it has to be my Kindle. My Kindle, I I load it up and I travel with it wherever I go. That's lovely, like reading and traveling together. Yeah, and it's got a good battery life, also, so <laughs> I'm happy with it. Yeah, actually, cool. So, do you have any travel tips for our listeners, Amrita? Um, travel tips, um, lots of them, but let me keep them limited to traveling within India. Mm-hmm. So, firstly, I think in India the diversity is immense, and uh, local. Uh, public transport is the best way to get to the place so in case um, somebody is traveling any place within india get to know what is the best way to move around the city or the village and uh, you know the nuances there like for instance in delhi we know that no no rickshaw wala auto rickshaw wala goes with the meter so how much to negotiate what are your bargaining skills like get to know that like in bombay we know that Rickshawalas go by the meter. So you tell them the destination and you sit. Or sometimes you don't even tell them. You just sit if the meter is up for hire. Then um, if you're going to a village, you should know how to get there. Does the bus go there? Um, do you have to, I don't know, walk it maybe 15 kilometers? So all those, that is the first part. Secondly, traveling with bus, uh, traveling in bus in India is great. Most women don't know this, but um, the lady's seat is in the front of the bus, right behind the uh, driver. So get those if you're uh, traveling in a local bus. A lot of the bus uh, companies like uh, Karnataka's KSRTC or Himachal's HPTDC and Goa's Kadamba allow us to book online. We can pick our seats as well. They're great. They're very organized. So please go ahead and book online. Then... um, one of the things that we must do, especially if you're traveling by ourselves, is constantly annoy the conductor. I very recently did that on my way to uh, Kharapathar in Himachal. And he was just like, Haan, madam, you will So I, I ask a lot of questions, you know, when are the refreshment stops? When is my stop coming? How far is it? And I'm not shy to disturb them constantly. Train travel, if people are traveling in the train, if they're traveling by themselves or even in couples, I think it's best that they get the lower berth or the side lower, both on the, you know, the two on the side. Three tiers, in my opinion, is good for um, couples and solo travelers. But uh, two tiers may do better for uh, people who are traveling above uh, pairs you know like threes or fours i don't i am not a great fan of two-tier train travel if i'm by myself i don't find it very safe you know the curtains and all a little mm-hmm. overtly private mm-hmm. uh, tra- train travel um, brings me to the point of um, getting some apps it's always a good idea to have some apps on your phone we all have carry smartphones it's Best we use them for non-selfie purposes also. Uh, Google Maps <laughs> is, of course, the best. Yeah. It's uh, But the problem with traveling in India is sometimes it doesn't work. So save the location. Uh, it allows us to save a location, which is great. You can download the uh, location as well. AccuWeather is another very great app. These are all popular. I use Evernote to save all my important documents. That way I'm not only saving paper, but it's always 
easier on the go. And uh, for train travel, I use IRCTC Connect and uh, another app called Indian Railway. So I can check the PNR status and all of that on the go. Then, of course, there are the local, um, sorry, there are the more um, normal and the more evident tips like please carry light snacks all the time, no matter where you are, keep your phone charged. Then write important numbers down on a piece of paper and carry it with you. And um, most importantly is trust people. In India, it's, I mean, I, I've traveled across a lot of countries and it's surprisingly easy how we get people to help us through our navigation and everything. Barring big cities, I think the smaller uh, towns and the villages, people can be trusted through and through. If you ask them for directions, some of them have gone out of their way and come and drop me to my place where I'm supposed to go or something. Oh, nice. And please smile at them. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's the universal language of travel is smile. Even if you don't speak the same common language or something, a smile just sorts a lot of things out. So yeah, those those are my tips for traveling within India. That was very informative. I'm sure our listeners got a lot to take home from it. So uh, let's move on to our next question. Welcome. What are the hmm. best places to go? Like in these couple of months, like we have June in July now, the rainy is coming and now we have May, it's sunny around. So which places do you think are perfect to go in this season? Okay, in the next um, three months, May, June, July, um, if you're looking at forest destination, I'm definitely going to suggest the Goan forests. Nothing like it. Not the beaches, the forest. The monsoons are the best time to go. Western Ghats are brilliant at this point. So go there, look at some animal life, look at some amphibians, reconnect with nature, let forest heal you. Beach destinations, I'm definitely recommending Spain. Barcelona, start with Barcelona, go towards Andalusia, which is the south of uh, Spain. Uh, Cordoba, Valencia, these are great places to see now. They also have a lot of festivals happening, the local festivals, their music and dance, their, their patio festivals. So it's a great time. Summer is a good time to visit uh, Spain. Then for mountain, inevitably, I will always say Himachal or Uttarakhand. But no matter where you're going, please travel responsibly. The mountains are very delicate and so is every other ecosystem. So please don't throw packets. Don't don't do all this. Uh, uh, yeah. So mountains, either of those two states, any place there. Cool. That was nice. That was nice. So hmm. I'm sure our listeners will jot down these places and will get will get an idea about where to go when. Hmm. So now th- those were our questions. Now we have the next round. That is a rapid fire round. And uh, oh, I luck. have <laughs> no no wait wait hold on I <laughs> have made attempts to make this one easy for you like you know unlike mm-hmm. my questions before I think these choices will be a lot easier for you mm-hmm. so shall we start are you ready yeah yeah sure so I'll I'll give you like a couple of choices and then you have to select one out of them okay so Amrita tell us what do you think is the best way to document travel writing photography or video for me writing cool. Coffee or tea? Which is the best drink while traveling? Tea. Nice. Beer or rum? uh, Which one do you think is the best drink to like, you know, gel along with new people while traveling? Which one would you prefer? Beer. Beer. Definitely beer. Yay, you're a beer girl. (laughs) Nice. City or countryside? Countryside. 
Okay. So my next question is, where would you travel for a date? A beach or a beautiful rooftop with a beautiful scenery? Rooftop. Oh. Beautiful rooftop with landscape. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That that's quite a romantic option to select, actually. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, snow-clad hills or a rainforest? Wow, that's tough. Uh, snow-clad hills. Skydiving or river rafting? Oh my God, you can't do this. No. <laughs> um, skydiving, skydiving. Okay, cool. So, Amrita, traveling alone or traveling with your girls? Tough, but uh, traveling alone. Okay, cool. So, full-on solo travel. Go solo travel, people. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. So, that was it. Wow, you did really well in the rapid-fire round. I tried to. I'm, I'm a little... I get a little nervous when it comes to rapid-fire. <laughs> no, but you were really nice. And thank you so much, Amrita. I had so much fun talking to you. Thank you, Shruti. I had a lot of fun as well. And... Um, Let's keep in touch and I look forward to hearing the podcast. And um, I think Check-In Story is uh, doing a good job. It's good to have this community where, you know, we're, we're going to come together and share experiences and share travel inspiration. So, yeah, look forward to it. I'm so glad you loved the concept. Thank you, Amrita. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shruti. So, folks, that was Amrita Das. I hope you guys had fun listening to this one. Check-in story will be back again with a new episode and some more stories. This is goodbye from your travel buddy Shruti. Until then, keep traveling and do not forget to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud.